You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. Tonight we're going to we're going to minister the word of the Lord, and if you got your Bibles there, right at home, turn with me, if you would, to Genesis chapter 22, and we're going to read verse 13 and verse 14. Genesis 22, verse 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Amen. This morning we talked about receiving your promise, receiving the promise. And tonight we want to... Uh, speak along the same lines uh, of, of uh, Abraham as we did this morning, but talking about God wants uh, our all. God wants our all. And uh, his desire is that we would give everything to him. Uh, that's, that's what God wants. You say, well, I don't have a lot to offer. Just give him of yourself. Just give your all to him. And uh, that's what he desires. Amen. So tonight, uh, we're going to focus again on Abraham and, uh, of course, the promise that he waited for. We talked about it this morning, and, and we would encourage you to continue to wait for what God has promised you and, and to obey God and make sure that you're doing everything you can. And tonight, uh, God wants our all. God wants our all. Um, they're one of the most famous father and son duos of recent history. Uh, they have run marathons together. They have cycled and swam triathlons together. They, they have trekked over 3,770 miles across America together. The father's name is Dick, and the son's name is Rick. And they're known as Team Hoyt. Team Hoyt. Um, together, they formed this, what they called Team Hoyt. Without his dad, Rick could not compete. And without his son, Dick would not compete. Um, when Rick was born, he was uh, born, obviously, to proud new parents. And they realized that he, he faced challenges that most of his peers would not face. A tragedy at birth stole away his opportunity to walk and to talk, and Rick was born with cerebral palsy. The Hoyts, this team Hoyt, um, had this new baby. Uh, his mom and dad, of course, uh, had this baby boy, and uh, to the children's hosp hospital in Boston, they went every week. Their doctor encouraged them to help Rick live a normal a uh, life as possible. Dick and Judy faced difficult decisions, difficult decisions that they had to decide on. They chose to enroll Rick into public school. They furnished him with a wheelchair and computer that transcribed what 
Rick was thinking. Before long, they realized how intelligent their son was. Before long, they also learned that he was very compassionate. One of Rick's lacrosse for, uh, teammates had suffered a paralyzing injury, and Rick empathized with him and asked his dad if they could run a five-mile benefit race together. Dick had been, uh, he was a retired from the Air National Guard. He was 36 years old. It had been a few years since he had run five miles at one time, but he agreed. And after their first race, Rick told his dad this statement. Dad, when I'm running, it feels like I'm not handicapped. After that first race, Dick began running every day with a bag of cement in the wheelchair because Rick was at school. On, as of March 2016, uh, Team Hoyt had competed in 1,130 endurance events, including 72 marathons, six Ironman triathlons. When, when they swam, Dad used a rope attached to his son's body to pull Rick uh, 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 along sitting in, in a boat. Uh, when they cycled, Rick uh, rode on the front of a specially designed tandem bike. And when they ran, Dick pushed Rick in his wheelchair. Together, they are what is known as Team Hoyt. They are one of the most famous father-son duos in our time. Dick uh, had sacrificed much of his life for his son to feel like he was not handicapped. He, he would uh, do unthinkable, difficult tasks uh, uh, just to make Rick feel good. As difficult as it would have been, now think of a, another father-son duo. Uh, think of Abraham and Isaac. Think of what God had asked Abraham to do on behalf of his son, Isaac. Think about what uh, this father-son of Abraham and Isaac must have endured uh, as we have read in our passage tonight. Uh, Isaac was a gift from God. Without God, there would have been no Isaac. Abraham and Sarah uh, were well into their uh, retirement years, you would, you would say, and well past, obviously, their childbearing and child-rearing years. But uh, every day, Abraham woke up uh, to, to see um, that God had promised him a son. And all of a sudden, 25 years after the promise, we talked about it this morning, he, he woke up to see Isaac on a daily basis. It, it was a, revi a, a visible reminder that God always keeps his word. God always keeps his word. Now, God spoke to Abraham again, and it had been a while since God. It usually was good news. Abraham, I've got great things for you, great promises, uh, 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 great things that's going to happen. And Abraham had heard this for uh, many years. Uh, and, and, and all of a sudden, God's going to speak to Abraham again. And you can imagine Abraham stop, wonder, I wonder what God's promise is for today. But now Abraham turned his ears to hear God's voice, and God's voice was different than 
the promises that Abraham had heard before. He said, take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. This news was not good news. This was not the type of promises that God had told Abraham before, but God, Abraham has now been asked to, to sacrifice his son. How would, how would we respond? Well, fortunately, um, God's not after human sacrifice, and so thankfully that's not something that you and I have to deal with today, and we're appreciative of that. But what about if uh, it got to the point where... Uh, you, did, uh, you put all your savings, let's say, into building a house, and, and, and you finally got it built, and, and, and whatever length of time it took, and, and, and all the, the, the finance and the effort and the, and the time and, and talent that you put into designing and making that house, and what about if you got it all finished, and God said, now I want you to sell it and give the money to missions? How would your response be because the sacrifice uh, obviously it wouldn't compare to Abraham sacrificing his son Isaac uh, what God had asked but but how would you and I respond to maybe such a request from God that that God would ask Genesis 22 verse 3 could have begun several ways uh, where Abraham fought with God or Abraham questioned God or, or Abraham even ignored God or, or, or walked away and say, God, the, what you're asking is, uh, is, is not even reasonable. Uh, Abraham could have started to, that chapter with any of those uh, uh, maybe uh, thoughts or, or words, uh, but this is what the Bible says uh, in, in Genesis 22. So Abraham rose early in the morning saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and and he split the wood for the burnt offering and rose and 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 went to the place of which God had told him there was a no arguing with God there was no debating with God there was no making a deal with God Abraham simply opened big God because Abraham understood genuine faith uh, is always demonstrated by obedience to what God desires and, and, and the faith that Abraham had came to the forefront and said God wants it all and, and tonight I'm preaching to you that God wants uh, our all oh it, it, it won't be that he's, he's asking you to kill a child obviously but what if he's asking you to allow your child to go into ministry? What if he's asking you to, to forfeit uh, what, what maybe the dream was uh, of you uh, uh, and what you wanted your child to become? And they say, you know what? Uh, I, I'd just like to go to Bible college and, and maybe give my heart to God uh, in a fashion that God wants. Uh, are you willing to sacrifice it all to allow God to use uh, uh, your child or, or maybe someone else in your family? Uh, what about your career? What about your life? Uh, maybe God's been speaking into your spirit and say, listen, I want, uh, I want your all. I want you uh, to work for me. I want you to be part of the kingdom. Uh, um, maybe it's that way tonight. Abraham did not understand God's command, but he still trusted God. 
He didn't understand what God was wanting. It did not make sense to kill the promised son who would be the branch of the family tree into the thousands, even the millions. That didn't make any sense. But God did not call Abraham to understand him. He called Abraham to trust him. And sometimes when God wants our all... It's not uh, something that you and I can understand. But I can assure you, uh, you can trust him that whatever God is asking you and I to do, uh, he will see it through. Amen. The passage is, is part of the nature of God that we rarely understand. We struggle to understand when our God allows us to walk through tragedy or when God could uh, could have done something about uh, uh, some situation in our life and he chose not to Uh, God could have stopped maybe an accident or 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 God could have kept the company afloat or 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 God could have healed the disease or or restored the family or 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 helped take care of the finance Uh, and and sometimes it doesn't happen but all you can do is uh, Trust God because God is in control. God could wave his hand and empty every hospital tonight, turn every funeral home into some type of a, an exciting, maybe a trampoline park or something. God, God could do anything he wanted, but there are times when we don't understand God's ways. His ways are, are above our understanding. And he just wants us to trust him. He just wants us to be still and know that he is God. And that you can trust him because he is in control. It's one thing in this story for Abraham to trust God. But what about Isaac? What about Isaac? All he knew was that dad had a handful of servants who were going on a road trip they were going on a road trip to worship God and when they arrived at Mount Moriah God spoke to Abraham it's just like God was his GPS and said Abraham this is where I want you to stop this is this is the location you have reached your destination Abraham turned to the servants the Bible says kind of said gentlemen uh, Uh, You're going to stay here. The lad and I are going to go yonder and worship. And we're going to come back to you. They stayed while Abraham and Isaac marched uh, toward the mountain. And and you can imagine as they climbed the mountain, Isaac, uh, he began taking inventory. Dad, I, I see the wood. I know you got a knife. And, uh, we're going to. We brought along the fire. But where is the sacrifice? Where's the sacrifice? Isaac looked around to see if anything was trailing behind, if there was any hoof prints in the, in the, in the, in the dirt coming up the mountain. And no, no, there wasn't. Uh, all Abraham replied was, uh, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. No one knows if Abraham really knew what he was saying when he said God would provide a lamb. All we know is that was Abraham's response. Abraham didn't see the ram at that point. 
Abraham didn't have any animal with him. All he knew is what God had told him to do. And here they are. They're reaching the peak of the mountain. And Abraham unloads the wood off of Isaac's shoulders. And, and he built the altar to the Lord. And then he turns to Isaac and began to tie his hands. What was he doing? Why would he be tying Isaac's hands? Isaac didn't do anything wrong. He certainly didn't deserve what was happening at this point. He, he, you could only imagine him being dumbfounded of what was happening. Although I'm sure Abraham still had a certain amount of strength, uh, uh, Isaac at this point would have been much stronger than his father. He could have fought off uh, and overpowered his his dad that was well over a hundred, he could have run down the, the mountain screaming, saying, you know, my, my dad's turned into a lunatic. Uh, there, you know, uh, uh, to the servants, got, someone's got to help dad. He's, he's, gone off the, he's gone off the deep end. Rather, he trusted his dad's ability to hear from God. And Isaac obeyed Abraham, even when Isaac, did not hear what God had spoke to Abraham. Think about that for a second. Isaac, God didn't have, he didn't have a conversation with Isaac. He had a conversation with Abraham. And yet Isaac still obeyed even though God was talking to Abraham about Isaac. You talk about giving your all. This is a, an incredible story about giving your all. But we can trust God when our faith is tested. And you see that. It took great faith for Abraham to offer up Isaac. Think how much, uh, uh, think of how much faith it would have taken for Abraham to, to say, you know what, I'm going to take my promised son. I waited 25 years for the promise, and now he's, uh, he's starting to grow into a, a young man, and, and, and God's asking me to, to kill him. What? What an incredible amount of faith it would have taken for Abraham. That's one thing. But think of how much faith it took for Isaac. <laughs> okay, Dad, I know you, you think you heard from God, but this doesn't seem to make any sense. <clears throat> I've got three children, and I think if I laid any one of them out to say I was going to kill them, they would, they would question whether I heard from God or not. I have no doubt about that. But this was Abraham and Isaac's greatest test of faith. And they passed the test. They passed the test. Uh, we do not like uh, to have our faith tested, church. We, there, there's no one who, who wants sickness. And there's no one who wants to have an accident. And no one's looking for a layoff. And no one's wanting to face a, a divorce. And, and no, one, no one's wanting to uh, say their, their children are going to rebel. And, 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 and there, there's no one that wants to endure any of those things. None. Nobody. But if we're going to be healed, then we're going to have to be sick. If we're going to recover and we're going to have something to recover from. If things are going to be reconciled, there may be issues that sometimes happen 
in our lives. And, and none of us want to face those things, but we have to realize that God is in control. And, and even though you may face some of those issues, your faith may be tested. And, and you may say, I, I have no idea, but God, I'm giving you everything anything, anyway, because that's all that you desire. God wants our all. I stated this in the message this morning. Abraham didn't have the benefit of the Bible to read the story. He didn't get to see how it was going to end. We get to see the story. We get to see. Uh, but he just, he just believed and kept marching up the mountain to offer his son. Uh, he, he, he and Isaac equally believed that, that somehow they were going to uh, see God bring them through. And, and Abraham, with his response to his servants, said, Listen, we're going to march back down. Uh, uh, I, uh, Isaac and I, we're going, to, we're going to come back down this mountain. Uh, we don't know uh, uh, of any point up to this point where anyone had been raised from the dead. Uh, but we know that Abraham must have believed it. Uh, he said, Because I and the lad are going to worship, uh, and we will return. <laughs> we will return. The writer of the book of Hebrews wrote that Abraham concluded God was able to raise Isaac up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Abraham trusted God when his faith was tested, and God proved that he would always be faithful. I can assure you, everyone that's listening tonight, everyone that's watching online, God wants our all, but he will remain faithful, faithful. See, God does not require us to do anything that would destroy his promise. God's not going to ask you and I to do something that would destroy his promise for your life. Isaac lay on the altar, bound with ropes, and as his dad stood over him, Abraham lifted that, his eyes toward heaven and lifted his knife above his head. This was, this, was no, this was no game that was being played. Abraham was about to offer up the promise to God because God had asked Abraham, who had unflappable faith, that said, you know what, I'm going to give my all. I'm going to give my all. And just before, just before the ninth came down, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham. Abraham, Abraham's reply was, here I am. And the angel of the Lord gave good news to Abraham and what we could say great news to Isaac. <laughs> this was good news to Abraham, but even better news to Isaac. And he said this, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. You know what the simple answer of that is? He gave everything he had back to God. And when everything he had, everything that was promised to him, 
everything he had lived for, everything that he was going to see his promise fulfilled by, when he put that back into the hands of God, God said, I know, Abraham, that you love me. You've given me the promise back, and I am unwilling to destroy your promise, Abraham. All I want is I want your all. And God got to see that Abraham was willing to give his all. We don't know if Isaac heard the voice of the angel. The Bible doesn't say that. But thankfully, Abraham did. Although Abraham uh, did not know how God was going to work it out, he just knew that if God asked for everything, he would not destroy his promise. Someone listening tonight, someone watching, God just wants your all. And when you give him your all, be assured, he will not destroy your promise. He will not destroy your promise. Say, God, I, I don't know why you're asking for, uh, of this from me. I, I don't know why you're, you're wanting uh, the, this part of, of my life, or my family, or my, my finance, or my health, or my positions, or my my accolades in life. Uh, God, I, I don't know why you're asking for all those things, but I'm going to give it all to you. And I can assure you that God will not allow your promise to be destroyed. Um, see, faith is not believing God will always do what we want, but faith is be believing God will always do what is right. It's not always what we want, but it's always what is right. God does not have to explain himself to you or I. Uh, he doesn't have to say, well, you know what? This is the plan, and, and this is how it's going to work, and, and you just trust me, and I'm going to figure this out, and I'm going to do this, and this is how the next step's going to be. God doesn't have to explain himself, church. He doesn't have to even tell you how it's going to work. He just wants you to put your hand uh, into his hand and say, God, uh, I'm trusting you with everything in my life because I know, I know you will not destroy the promise. And the Bible says in the text that we read that, that the Lord, he, he, he re revealed himself to Abraham in a powerful way. The words that is used is Jehovah Jireh, or the Lord will provide. Uh, Abraham and Isaac were, were about to watch a miracle in the making. Abraham's, uh, I'm sure his blood pr blood pressure lowered quite a bit as soon as the angel spoke to him and said, uh, Abraham, I, I, we, we've got it clear. You're willing to offer everything. Uh, hold back on the knife. You can imagine. Um, just leave Isaac here in one piece. And, and, and then the Bible says, suddenly, suddenly Abraham saw a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And they had traveled, folks, for several days from home and they had trekked up the mountain, and Abraham had built an altar, and he brought everything he needed, and the only thing missing was the sacrifice. And you can imagine there would have been an incredible excitement after the angel said to Abraham, Abraham, I, I, I know you got faith. Uh, I know you're willing to put everything on the line. Uh, I'm sure the thought would have been, Abraham... Abraham would have uh, just untied Isaac and said, let's get down off of this mountain as fast as we can before God changes his mind. That, I mean, I think we would have been 
all in a hurry to get home to tell Sarah. You can imagine poor Sarah. Can't even, I can't even fathom what Sarah's thoughts would have been. You could imagine that there would have been an excitement to get back down that mountain and get home as fast as they could. No. Abraham was not leaving without offering a sacrifice. And the ram that was caught in the thicket, Abraham went over and took that ram. You could have said, well, you know what? That's the provision. God would have provided. Thank God that he would have provided. No, no, no. Abraham said, we're going to offer up to the Lord. We're going to offer up to him something. And Abraham took the ram and offered the sacrifice to the Lord. And as the fire from that sacrifice went up, God, Abraham saw God in a new way. He saw God in a way he had never saw before. Abraham already, he had already seen God as El Shaddai, the Almighty God. But this is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide. You don't have to worry about when you give him your all, he will provide. And as Abraham and Isaac would have went back down that mountain, there's nobody, nobody that would have ever understood what God did up that mountain like Abraham and Isaac. You could tell the story as many times as you want it. You could share uh, going up the mountain. You could share the servants at the bottom. You could share uh, how long it took. You could share everything you took with you. You could share uh, the willingness of Isaac to, to allow his father to put him on the altar. You could share all that. But no one understood what God had done up that mountain like Abraham and Isaac that day. They saw God in a different light because they gave everything they had to God. Can I tell you, He is still a God that wants our all. And when you give Him your all, He will provide. He's still Jehovah Jireh. He's still Jehovah Jireh. God spoke once more to Abraham and continued to compound His promise to bless Abraham for his faith. And then without any fanfare, Abraham and Isaac walked back down the mountain, met up with the servants, and headed home. The servants had no idea what had happened on the top of that mountain. Only Abraham and Isaac. It was a life-altering experience that took place for those two individuals. They saw God in a different way than they had ever saw him before. If you're wanting to see God in a different way than you've ever saw him before, if you're wanting to see God in 2022 in a way you've never saw him before, I challenge you to give him your all because you'll see God in a different way than you've ever saw him before if you give him your all. Oh, not... Not, not withholding any small piece. Not withholding any part of your life. Give him your all. And it will be a life-altering experience with God. See, I will trust God when he asks for my all, knowing it will draw me closer to him. I advise you that tonight. See, in those times when God put, uh, when he puts our faith in, he puts us into 
uh, challenging situations, we get to see God in a beautiful new way, a new way. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you're going down the road in the wintertime and all of a sudden the car is out of control or there's a, another car coming towards you out of control and you call out upon the name of Jesus and all of a sudden your car straightens out or, or the other car is able to get control. You see God in a different way. You, you see him in a new way. Doesn't matter how many other people are traveling. It's, when it happens to you, you see God in a new way. New way. Maybe you go to the fridge and there's not much in there. Maybe just a, a few little things in the cupboard. And all of a sudden there's a, a knock on the door or a ring of the doorbell. And someone, someone's had God lay upon their spirit to drop off some groceries or whatever the case is. You, you see God in a new way. You see God in a new way. Or a report is given of a health situation and, 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 and there's, no, there's no idea what, what the, what's going to take place. It's a terminal diagnosis and, and it seems like uh, uh, it's, it's destined for a certain way. And then all of a sudden God steps in and, and doctors are, are amazed because uh, what was on the record is no longer on the record. And there's a, there's a lack of explanation. Uh, let me tell you, when you place everything at God's hands and say, God, here I am. I have no idea. I'm just going to trust you. Uh, when God puts uh, your faith to the test and you still give him everything thing God will provide he will provide yeah see none of us want to go through those times neither did Abraham or, or Isaac but when we do we we get to see God in a beautiful new way maybe someone who's addicted to drugs or alcohol when God sets them free they see God in a new way when someone's lost and without hope and all of a sudden they walk into the presence of God for the first time and they feel his spirit like they have never felt before. That's a new new way of seeing God. And no one can argue with them because they've experienced something different about God. Everybody has different scenarios and situations. All, all I can tell you tonight is God wants our all. And when you give him your all, he will provide. He will never come against his promise. In closing tonight, perhaps God has made you a promise. And perhaps, uh, perhaps you've been asked to build an altar. Maybe he's promised you that something would take place in your family. And you haven't seen it happen yet. Let me tell you, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it won't happen. Abraham can testify about that. It took 25 years before Isaac was born. But when the time was right, God allowed it to take place. Perhaps God has promised to use you in some area of ministry. You haven't seen that area of ministry open up yet. Keep being faithful in what you're doing. Keep serving God and giving your all. And God will provide the avenue to that ministry. Do not grow impatient. Don't take matters into your own hand. We see how that happened with Abraham. That didn't, that didn't turn out well. And then, 
That's still a rivalry to this day. But if we were to walk through the gallery of faith tonight and we could see we could see an aged Abraham with a knife held above his head and an angel of the Lord speaking Abraham I know you've given all I know you're willing to lay it all down you would see a relief on the face of Abraham and you would see maybe under that painting or under that picture or under that caption maybe something like this Abraham staggered not at the promises of God he was strong in faith giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what God had promised he was even able also to perform I read those verse that verse to you this morning from Romans chapter 4 We all have to admit, Abraham didn't know that God would keep his word. He didn't know how God would keep it. He didn't know. All we know is he knew God would. He didn't know that God was going to put a ram in the thicket. He just knew that God would provide somehow. And, some, and sometimes, folks, that's the way it is for us. God asked us for our all. And maybe there's a hesitancy at times because we have no idea how we could give more time, give more finance, give more talent. We, we, we don't know how we could give of ourselves more than we are. And, and there's a hesitancy that arises and we say, I don't know how I could do that. I, I can't figure it out. Let me tell you, give God your all and he will provide. He will provide. You will see God in a new way, a beautiful way. Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. Twenty twenty two. Could I admonish you, encourage you, everyone watching, listening online tonight? We talked about this morning that God will never go back on his promises. And that is so true. He never will. But God wants our all. And even after God promised Abraham a son, 25 years before it happened, and then all of a sudden he watches him start to grow. And God said, Abraham, now I want you to give him back to me. And all the heartache that must have caused. But Abraham was willing to give everything back to God. And he saw God in a new way that he had never saw him before. You want to see God a new way in 2022? Give him your all. Give everything that you can to God. And you will see him in a new way. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.